0: hello welcome to spirit life applied episode 39 don't quit today we're looking at ephesians chapter six verses verse 18 it says praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints in the amplified it says pray at all times on every occasion in every season, in the Spirit, with all manner of prayer and entreaty. To that end, keep alert and watch with strong purpose and perseverance, interceding in behalf of all the saints, God's consecrated people. And that's Ephesians 6, verse 18. You know, I was praying earlier and I was really uh, just struck by something that I felt like the Lord impressed upon my mind. You know, today's mentality is to have coffee with the Lord. You'll see that phrase a lot. And, you know, that, that doesn't sound, you know, really wrong or anything. It just um, brings up kind of a casual um, visit that you could, you could say, if you, um, have a a relationship, you know, um, we're likened to the bride of Christ and we are, uh, his bride, he is our husband. And, you know, God wants more than just a casual conversation with us. If you go out on a date, uh, for coffee, you know, it, it won't be, an intimate meeting it will be a casual uh, time where you just sip coffee and talk and you have conversation and this is good you know and it it, it it can be uh, meet part of the needs of your life and provide friendship companionship but you know we're likened unto that bride that is married to the lord and He wants us to have much more intimacy than just a casual conversation. He wants us to be filled with His Spirit, infused with His life. He wants to give us power and anointing. He wants to expose the things in, our, in us that He wants to change. He wants us to share our deepest sorrows, our hurts and our weaknesses so that he can bring healing to those parts. When we have that intimacy with God, it's more intense. It's more uh, revealing than just a casual conversation would be. I want to encourage you today to let your relationship with God go to a deeper level. Spend time in his presence, allowing him to uh, work on the deeper issues of your life, allow Him to give you the encouragement that you need, the strength, and the love. You know there are cases that I've read of of, of uh, different patriarchs of faith that have have shared. Uh, how the the waves of God's love would flow over them. I've experienced this kind of amazing, transforming encounter with God. God wants us to have that kind of experience on a regular basis. I feel convicted in my own heart that there have been many days that I have allowed the busyness of life to rob that level of intimacy that God would want with me. And we want more than just coffee with the Lord. We need to spend time, and there's nothing wrong with just sitting down and having a cup of coffee and reading the Word of God and and praying over the needs of your life. But I just want to encourage you, go deeper with God. He wants more, and we benefit more. When we take the time to, to let God permeate every part of our life and have that intimacy with Him that transforms us, keeps us in a place of victory. As the armor of God is worn, the way that it works best is when there is a constant connection of prayer. So, don't quit praying. Whatever the need is in every season of life, you know, it says in the Amplified on every occasion and in every season. We're going to go through circumstances that we need to pray about, and we are going to have seasons in our life that we need to develop that prayer life in different ways. And we're going to go different levels in through those seasons. So today we're going to talk about some of the the ways that we can be consistent and how we can pray. Praying always, or at all times, on every occasion, in every season, Jesus uses the story from Luke 18, one through seven. He says He spoke a parable to them that men always ought to pray and not lose heart. I like that. Don't lose heart. Keep looking to to Jesus. Whatever you're facing today, don't lose heart. Then he says, he tells them this story. There was a certain, in a certain city, a judge who did not fear God or regard man. Now, there was a widow in that city, and she came to him saying, Get justice for me from my adversary. And he would not for a while, but afterward he said within himself, Though I do not fear God, nor regard man, yet because this widow troubles me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. Then the Lord Jesus said, Hear what the unjust judge said, and shall God not avenge his own elect who cry out day and night to him, though he bears long with them. So Jesus is making a point. He's saying, if this unjust judge, who had someone continually coming to him, would meet the need, how much more was the just God, your holy heavenly Father, meet the need of someone who is continuously coming to him then we look in matthew jesus said this about prayer verse uh, chapter 7 verse 7 through 8 ask and it will be given to you seek and you will find knock and it will be open to you for everyone who asks receives and he who seeks finds and to him who knocks it will be opened wow Powerful words. You know, in the original language, where it says, Ask, and it shall, will be given you. It means ask, 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 and keep on asking. Be persistent with God. Jesus is sharing with us that He doesn't mind you attempting to wear Him out. (laughs) Go ahead. Attempt to wear Him out by your continually coming because that's what He wants. He wants you to abide in Him and He in you. He wants there to be a continuous connection between you and God so that everything that arises, it's like He's beside you and you're saying, Okay, God, what should we do here? What's your, what's your direction with this? How uh, will this need need to be met? You know What can I do to cooperate with what you're doing in my life right now? A lot of times we want God to, to bless what we're doing, but we need to bless what He's doing. And we need to find out what His will is. And when we pray like that, we can walk with God his will will be accomplished in our lives and he's he's the one that's in charge and therefore he's the one who's responsible to meet those needs so let's pray continuously as we go throughout the day like first thessalonians 5 17 says pray without ceasing you know god's faithful people throughout history have recognized this principle i'm reading from the fire bible notes here For example, on occasion the Israelites were successful in their battles against the Amalekites, but success came only as long as Moses kept praying with his hands raised up towards God. Look at uh, Exodus 17 and 11. That's a, a, a powerful story. You know, they had to hold, during the battle, they were having to hold Moses' hands up what was that signifying it was saying god we need your help i'm reaching out to you god i want your answer to come i want you to bring the victory and as long as his hands were up they were winning the battle but if his hands begin to fall they would start losing the battle and they would have to hold moses's hands up God was giving us a picture through this story that he wants us to be aware that utter dependence upon him is the answer. Full surrender. Would we raise our hands? What is that a sign of? It's a sign of surrender. God, you, this is your battle and you're fighting for me. And I'm going to consistently give it to you. Consistently surrender to your will to be done in this situation, and he brought the victory that day. In Exodus seventeen and eleven, Elijah received the prophetic message from God that rain was coming. He kept praying though until it actually started to rain. Look up First Kings eighteen forty-one through forty-five. On a previous occasion, this great prophet had prayed long and hard that God would bring back. To life, a widow's dead son. He did not stop calling out to God until the Lord answered his prayer. Look up that story, First Kings seventeen, seventeen to twenty-three. Powerful story of how God raised from the dead a little boy that God had given to begin with. Oh, what a, what a mighty God we have! How powerful is He? If we just keep coming, but we give up sometimes. Don't quit. Don't quit, Christian. Don't quit asking for that miracle. Don't quit trusting Him to turn those situations around, to deal with those children or those grandchildren or that lost husband or wife or whoever it may be that it isn't serving God right now. Trust in the Lord and ask Him continually. Keep on asking and don't think ever that you're going to wear God out. So how should we pray? You know, Jesus talks much about the sincerity of our hearts. He does not respond to empty words, no matter how spiritual they might sound. You know, we can't impress God with our own righteousness. It says in the scripture that our righteousness is like filthy rags. So... Anytime we try to put on an air that we have it all together and that we can impress God with our education, with our vocabulary, or with some kind of smooth, eloquent language, we might as well quit because God sees the heart. In Matthew 6 and 7, it says, When you pray, do not use vain repetitions as the heathens do, For they think that they will be heard for their many words. Wow. Pretty straight. Pretty straight. I knew a testimony of a man that had seen very many amazing miracles in his life. And he said a lot of his prayer life was just spent with him praying, crying out to God, Jesus, help me. Jesus, help me. Jesus, help me. And he said god heard my prayer and he answered me and he used that my man mightily to to win hundreds of thousands of people to god i'm telling you there's something that we are not tapping into when we think that we can make up the eloquent words that that someone else uses or that we've read somewhere to impress god it's your heart calling out crying out to god that makes all the difference. So just be real. Just be you and let God hear you call on his name. You can pray silently. Look at First Samuel one thirteen. You see a great example of how God moved on an infertile womb and touched a woman that couldn't have children and gave her a child. In Nehemiah 9.4, Ezekiel 11.13, you can pray out loud, you can shout to God, and He hears your prayers. You find examples of this. And then we know by looking in Romans 8.26, that we can pray in the Spirit, and the Holy Spirit can pray through us, the perfect will of God, and we can see God move mountains. It says, Romans 8 26 likewise the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered Wow when we know that the Spirit will perfectly communicate our needs and requests to God how powerful is that this is so amazing that we can pray in the Spirit we can sing to God. Look up Psalms 92, 1-2, through 2, Ephesians 5, 19-20, and Colossians 3, 16 for scriptures on that. You know, we can pray. We can pray and fast. There's many scriptures on this subject as well. I could go on for quite a while, but I'm not going to belabor the point. I'm just going to ask you to pray today without ceasing, without giving up. Keep the connection to God. Allow Him to work through you and and be uh, the conduit that He flows through you. As you pray, you will begin to be infused with the power of God, and He will fill you with His Spirit. You may break into tongues, and you may uh, find yourself lost in uh, heavenly places. I encourage you today, don't, don't let it just be coffee with the Lord, but share the intimacy of being infused with the power of God, and allowing Him to completely envelop you, be submerged in who He is, and you will be blessed beyond measure for at His right hands there are pleasures evermore. And there's a bountiful flowing of river of life when we tap into this source. God bless you.